Hey, I'm Hunter March, and this is The Perfect Pitch, a podcast from Spotify all about the creative potential of audio and the art of the pitch. It's The Perfect Pitch, and it sounds so good. It's The Perfect Pitch, just like you knew it could. As you know, traditional ads can be kind of boring, and brands are always trying to break through the noise with their creative ideas. This is a show about the art of making an amazing ad and about delivering a show-stopping pitch for your next big idea. We've constructed this show like a game. Here's how it works. Every episode will challenge two teams of musicians and sound designers to respond to a creative brief from a world-class brand. They'll put together their best ideas and then pitch them directly to the client. At the end of the episode, one team will be crowned the winner, while the other will suffer potentially career-ending humiliation and rejection. Just kidding. This week, our teams will be crafting original pitches for Frito-Lay, specifically for Doritos. Frito-Lay's mission is to create more smiles and a brighter future with every bite. It's an American subsidiary of PepsiCo that makes some of your favorite snack foods. Lay's and Fritos, of course. Cheetos, Doritos, Tostitos, Ruffles, and so many more. And we're lucky enough to be joined by Frito-Lay's CMO, Brett O'Brien. Brett, welcome to The Perfect Pitch. Thank you, Hunter. It's really good to have you. Where are you calling in from? Calling in from Chicago. Chicago, but you're not from Chicago. I'm not. I'm I'm from Boston, and uh, we were talking offline about how sad I am about the state of Boston sports right now, but that's okay. We'll make it back. We're going to be fine. I'm rooting for you. We'll take it. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm on your side today because I'm going to try and help you find the perfect pitch. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and give the audience a brief overview of your role at Frito-Lay? Sure. I'm Brett O'Brien, and I am the chief marketing officer at Frito-Lay. And as you mentioned in the intro, we've got a portfolio of some pretty great products, some of those products that uh, I think all of us grew up on and have as a special part of our day just about every day. So no matter what kind of snack you're looking for, we've got all kinds of options, and uh, it's a lot of fun to work on this portfolio. It is incredible. I just Frito-Lay is one of the biggest companies in the world, and then a CMO, obviously one of the important Cs at a company. How did you get into this world? How did you end up in this role? So I've been with PepsiCo for almost 23 years now. I just, I really wanted to be in marketing. It's what I wanted to do in my life. I wanted to be a part of what shapes culture and um, the brands that were important in culture and people's lives. Yeah, it's incredible. Can you tell your listeners a little bit about Frito-Lay's company mission? Yeah. So the mission, to be quite simple, it's you mentioned part of it when you started. It's to create more smiles and a brighter future with every bite. And so how do we think about literally injecting fun in people's daily routines and just having that moment where whether it's you're eating it with food and it's making your meal better or eating it in between meals or it's something you're doing late at night with friends or you're gathering around an event. You know, snacks play such an important role in our day-to-day and providing those smiles and creating some happiness is something that we're so excited to be able to do. Now, our challenge today is focused specifically on one of your more popular products, Doritos. Can you tell us about how Doritos is unique under the Frito-Lay snack umbrella? Doritos is such a great product to talk about. Um, Oddly enough, so the name Dorito, you don't even think about it anymore. It's just become part of culture that, you know, Dorito is Dorito. It's Dorito. It literally means little fried golden thing. So in essence, it's kind of what it is, right? It's this little fried golden piece of loveliness that... um, 
it's been one of those, what I would kind of call the, a counterculture product. It's one of those things that's been adopted by a, a younger audience. It's a great alternative to just about everything else out there, and it's hard to replicate. There's nothing else like a Dorito, and yet it has this emotional connection to those people who love Doritos so much um, that it becomes a part of their everyday. And it's really, it is such a special brand. What is, and this is the most important question I'll ask today, your favorite color bag of Doritos? <laughs> well, definitely my favorite flavor, without a doubt, is uh, original nacho cheese. I'm, I'm old school. I used to eat it like crazy growing up. I just love it. Um, I really like the taco flavor as well, which we bring back every now and then. We've got it in stores now. Mm. Uh, and then, I mean, Cool Ranch. I can't, you know, Cool Ranch is phenomenal. What percentage of your conversations with Dorito eaters is just them sucking the Dorito dust off their fingers? <laughs> that, well, it depends. That's mostly coming from me. I always say uh, that's exactly my move. So I do the lick of the chip before I eat it, and uh, uh, that's very gross to people. So um, you're one of those. Yeah, yeah I am. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, I, if anyone has the pass to do that, it should be you, Brett O'Brien. But everyone has seen your guys's uh, TV commercials over time. But do you do a lot of audio advertising? Yeah, we have in the past done a lot of audio advertising. You know, I think the audio world is in a tricky place where, uh, you know, you used to be king when you do radio advertising. Um, it's in a slightly different place where people are, you know, choosing other different ways to listen to music or audiobooks or you name it. And so we don't do as much as we have in the past, but we still do it. And I'll be honest, like even in a TV format or an online format, audio is still so, so important because you may not be looking at something, but you're hearing it. And I think that's an important thing to remember that, you know, what is that resonance that you're always connecting with that brand because audio-wise, that connection continues to break through. And there's so many examples of that, but it um, doesn't really matter to us what the format is. Audio is always going to play an important role of how we communicate. Great. Well, then let's see if we can deliver the perfect audio ad for you today. As you know, we've lined up two teams of audio professionals who are going to create some original pitches for you. Are you ready to meet them? I am so ready. Let's do it. Let's get started with our first team, Gowan Head Elaine and Brad Naiman. We all got to meet the two of you last week, but can you reintroduce yourselves for Brett? Hey, everybody. My name is Gowan. I am a composer based in Brooklyn, New York right now. I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia, and I love to write electronic music for a living. Hey, everyone. Uh, I'm Brad Naiman, sound designer originally from Chicago, Illinois, the best uh, city in, in, in the country, I, I would say, but uh, currently reside in Pensacola, Florida. And I do sound design in advertising, uh, film, TV, and uh, museums. Brad, are you a Doritos eater yourself? Yeah, it's funny. As mentioned, I grew up in Chicago, so I think one of my best friends, his dad, worked for PepsiCo in the Chicagoland area, and so I grew up eating a lot of Flamin' Hots, even out of like those like canister tubes, you know, and had tons of Quaker goods and lots of Gatorade. So I'm very familiar with the whole brand umbrella. So yeah, I'm a big fan. Uh, definitely lean into the Cool Ranch. <laughs> right. Nice. I love this like ingratiating. I think it's the right move, Brad and Gowan. I think this is good. But I think telling people that you've had you're familiar with the Frito-Lay brand is like being like, "You know what I love? Oxygen and water." It's just I can't get enough of the two. That being said, I know your work and I'm really excited to see what you guys produce for this challenge. 
But first, let's go ahead and meet Tiger, Darrow, and Tom Sullivan, your competition. Uh, can you both reintroduce yourselves as well? Yeah. Hey, I'm Tiger Darrow. I am a composer and producer in Brooklyn, New York. My name is Tom Sullivan. I'm from Clifton, New Jersey. I am a re-recording mixer, audio engineer, and musician as well. And Tiger, you and Tom won the challenge last time. How do you plan to keep that momentum going this time around? <sighs> you know, we're going to fuel up on snack food and keep going. I don't know. Uh, I think we just uh, have a thirst for uh, winning at this point. So <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a Doritos campaign in itself. Just <laughs> fuel up because you're going to have a thirst for winning. All right. Well, Brett, can you please tell our teams what their challenge is today? So the challenge today is to design and produce a mnemonic device that evokes the sound of that iconic Doritos triangle. So then we got to incorporate that mnemonic device into a 30 second audio spot using sound design, narration, music in there that, that brings it all together. And would also love if you could work uh, to include Try Another Angle, which is the brand campaign. And then let's see what we can wrap it all up with with that mnemonic device or the audio ad itself. Yeah, which sounds, as you said so casually, simpler than it might be. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're going to be looking for as you're judging our contestants' pitches, Brett? Yeah, you know, I want to look for what resonates with Doritos. What is it about that sound that brings to life Doritos or connotes that feeling you get when you're either excited when you just first open that bag or you're about to pop that first chip in your mouth. And so I'm definitely looking for that kind of excitement around man, I can't wait to eat this Dorito and um, consistently have that feeling in my head as I'm hearing it. All right, teams, are you guys ready to go on and create your pitch? Let's do it. Yeah. Ooh. Let's do it. All right, as usual, you have three days to craft your perfect pitch. Best of luck to you all. And they're off once again, back to the studios and back to the grind. Let's check in on Tiger and Tom. So my plan here is to just create the most mundane office setting. You know, a fan, the hum of a light, some distant typing, etc. So that when we do jump into the more exciting scene, there's that contrast and that sort of jarring transition we're looking to pull off. And I'm thinking we'll end up using some sort of air horn or hockey buzzer to initiate the sports commentary style voiceover. Sure sounds like Tom has his hands full of sound effects this time around. And for his teammate Tiger, it seems inspiration struck in the middle of the night. So I'm going to get started on this like drop where we change to the more like exciting, like, heck yeah, let's, let's get it. Um, okay, let's find a big thwacky snare. Cool. Now let's make her spicy. Add some little fast hits in here. Cool. I'm excited to see how that drum riff plays with mundane office sounds. In the meantime, Brad and Gowan have been brainstorming and seem pretty enthusiastic about this brand. In terms of the music, I'm about to go crazy. I can't wait. 
I decided to split it up into two parts. The first part being our motivational speech with our coach, um, going with our whole theme of boxing and everything. So I want that to adhere to sort of that palette and, you know, make it clear within the music that, oh, this probably is like a boxing thing. So I'll have some brass in there, some strings, a little bit more orchestral and have it be very cinematic. And then beyond that, my second half is going to be like just a full-on EDM hip-hop banger that has a lot of energy to it and a lot of noise. And while Gowan is head down in music, Brad has taken the lead on the mnemonic part of the challenge. Quick uh, BTS on how I am approaching the mnemonic for the Dorito spot. I wanted something extremely powerful. What is a mnemonic, you might ask? Well, Webster's Dictionary describes it in the audio world as a sound that assists in remembering something. Mnemonics you might recognize are NBC and the Netflix Tadum, and even McDonald's Ba-da-da-da-da. You know the rest. So um, we're going to go ahead and create a few massive hits. And each hit's going to have a layer of at least 10 sound effects. Um, layering at least two kick drums. I like using leather hits. They're just nice and uh, punchy, and they've got a lot of top end, nice snap to them. Then some metal, of course, to kind of just give it some shine. Then last but not least, I got to put in the little layer of the Doritos Crunch. By the way, I volunteered to help record that fully anytime, Brad. Our contestants continue their work over the course of three days, but through the magic of podcasting, let's meet them back in the studio where they will present their pitches. Okay, contestants, uh, you guys had some time to work on your pitches for Doritos. As a reminder, your task was to design and produce a mnemonic device that evokes the sound of the iconic Doritos triangle and incorporate that device into a 30-second audio spot using sound design, narration, and music. You were also encouraged to incorporate the Doritos campaign Try Another Angle into your 30-second spot. We'll start with you, Gowan and Brad. How did you do with this challenge? So we had a lot of fun, I think, this time around. Um, This is sort of uh, what I would say is my strong suit, so I honestly had a blast, and I know that Brad did too. Um, So initially... Brad and I talked about it, and we discussed uh, how the brand is intrinsically tied to the gamer community, which is also tied to a younger demographic. So Doritos is a high-energy and impactful sort of brand, and we wanted the music to sort of match that, basically. We knew we wanted the Dorito to act as a sort of power-up, as if it were, we'll say, the Mushroom and Mario. So our pitch had to have a lot of energy in it. So we came up with a few ideas, but the one that we ended up narrowing down was doing round three of a boxing match. So, on my end as a composer, I was really inspired by the intensity you would hear in video games. And considering that that's electronic music, I think of things like, you know, bright, loud, immersive, it's bombastic. And that way it can really match the action that's going on in terms of the dialogue and everything that Brad was doing on his end. So, I set up the tone by creating like a sense of anticipation using orchestral like strings to really sort of build us up. And then from there, we have a huge switch. And that's where our character's power-up kind of propels us straight into our mnemonic. Um, So with uh, that being said, Brad, why don't you tell him about our approach? So from a sound design approach, we wanted to use a more animated palette. Um, I was inspired by 
video games and uh, things just being larger than life. And so I approached the design of the space and also the mnemonic itself uh, with hyper-stylized sound effects um, that incorporate like weighted punches, uh, sounds of electricity, fire, plasma, a lot of energy, things you'd hear in a video game. And as we all know, a Dorito has three angles, so we ran with that motif throughout the spot. For example, you can hear the triple bell ding, the round three start, triple punch combos in the action sequence, and then the mnemonic itself, which is identified by three beats, followed by a resolving hit um, before we end and conclude the spot. Uh, we use voiceover to lean into more of the humor bit. I was really inspired by the Claymation series Celebrity Deathmatch and also the, the many Instagram reels we see of like UFC broadcasters and boxers really just like losing it and just screaming in the mic when they're just shock and all of like a fantastic blow or f- final hit. Um, and so with that, we also wanted to incorporate the, the, the tagline, try another angle within our copy because we found it super relative to boxing. And I think it just really melded well with the action that we created. I actually bought a bag of Doritos and recorded myself crunching on them for five minutes and then auditioned each one to find the, the perfect crunch sound and then embedded that into our mnemonic just so it served as more of like a core identity of the mnemonic itself. So it's there deep inside. It's the soul of, of the piece and you can hear it throughout uh, if you listen closely. But uh, yeah, we're really excited to share our spot um, appropriately named round three. So yeah, I think you're gonna love it. Okay, well let's hope it is a knockout. Let's take a minute to listen to Gowan and Brad's pitch. You're getting crushed out there. You're losing flair. We gotta turn up the heat. Uh-huh. Here are the Doritos. They got you up against the ropes, but nothing is over. Be bold, try another angle. Here, Dorito. Ah! Here we go, round three. Are you kidding me? On another level. Power up with Flaming Hot Nacho Doritos. Doritos. Incredible. Thank you guys both so much for putting that together. Now, though, before we get into any specific reviews and critiques, Tiger Tom, let's hear about your pitch. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. You know, I I had a lot of fun with this one um, and just like creating two pieces of extremely contrasting music. I honestly feel like I laughed a lot while working on this. And I know like working in the advertising community, that's not always the case. So this was really a treat to work on. Well, I am excited to hear what made you laugh. Uh, As the reigning champions of the perfect pitch, we're expecting greatness. So, Tiger and Tom, take us away with your pitch. Sure thing, Hunter. Thank you. So, hey, Brett. First and foremost, I just want to say we're so excited to be here and to share with you what we've created. Uh, After watching a ton of Doritos ads and commercials, Tiger and I decided we really wanted to play into the dry humor that Doritos captures so well. We knew we had to come up with something fun, bold, and energetic, uh, and we didn't want to take ourselves too seriously. So um, we were really inspired by the tagline, Try Another Angle. And so when designing the sound, we wanted to have contrast within the same concept. So providing one perspective and then drastically flipping it onto its head in a playful way. And I think with some voiceover support and two really strong pieces of music from Tiger, 
we're confident that we checked all of the boxes of what Doritos represents. I mean, obviously the the biggest challenge here was the mnemonic and just to get super nerdy about it, I spent a lot of time thinking about triangles and um, how you can paint that with music. And I was looking at a keyboard and I went, okay, cool. What's what's a triangular shape on this keyboard? And going from, you know, a single pitch to a major second is not very pretty. So I uh, I started us with one single note and then that blooms out to a major triad because I tried to do three hits and it felt a little too sterile to me. Um, I wanted to have something that you could say Dorito to, but it just, it, it felt wrong. So having the like more sound design element to it of starting on one pitch and then whoomp, punctuated by a crunch felt a little more appropriate. It also kind of encapsulated this idea of like you're pulling the chip out of the bag and then upon the satisfaction of biting into it, you get that like happy little relief of this major third. And in terms of the music for this spot, uh, I had a blast creating these two different angles at the same day. So we started with our boring canned office music and then um, with the crunch of the first Dorito, it transforms into this bombastic track that um, feels a little bit more like a party. I used some crunches in there as snares. They're like tucked away. And speaking of being in an office setting, we were kind of brainstorming on who does dry humor well, and we thought about the TV show, The Office. Uh, So that inspired the title of our pitch. It's a quote from The Office. I feel God in this Chili's tonight. So uh, we hope you enjoy it. And uh, yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's all take a listen to Tiger and Tom's pitch. Monday morning, meetings, a salad at lunch. Small talk with the creepy guy in the break room. No way. They've got Doritos now. (laughs) Can I try one? Monday morning, meetings, a salad at lunch, and small talk with the creepy guy in the break room. What are you doing later? Doritos. Try another angle. Tom, are you the creepy guy? I am. (laughs) Well done with the creep. That's pure Thanks. Clifton creep right there. <laughs> that was method acting for Tom. <laughs> I've known I've known a few, so. Well, that was uh, it was incredible hearing both pitches. Brett, it is clear that you have a very hard decision in front of you. But before we get into the specific pitches, I'd love to hear your overall thoughts on how the teams did with this challenge. Yeah, I, I thought the teams did great. You know, I love the fact that this is purely based on audio because without seeing anything. It is so great for these two teams to create audio that completely puts you into a scene and in your mind you can envision everything that's happening in there. And I love that. And I'm sure what I envisioned is totally different than what everybody else who heard it envisioned. And so there's something really special about great audio that brings you to a place that uh, provides color, that provides... You know, faces that provides a scenario, a situation, um, and so I can't give you you guys enough credit. That was it's really, really well done. So I really appreciate the efforts here. This is great. Great. Well, let's talk about Tiger and Tom's pitch. What's currently working for you? What did you really like about that one? The one that we just listened to. 
Yeah. You know, I really liked the idea of taking Try Another Angle to the reality of, you know what, I can bring whatever I want to bring into a situation. Mentally, I can shift my focus. And I think that's really interesting. Instead of just a boring coffee break room, I can make this thing come alive because, you know, I can try a different perspective on how I approach this. And, and I, I like that. I thought it was really, really interesting. Great. Okay, well, in advertising and marketing, usually, especially with a company this large, there's a lot of rounds of notes, there's a back and forth, and there's a refining period. So that's normal. I am curious, if you were to give notes on this piece, what feedback would you give? Yeah, I guess the, the two things that I would pull out, one is, would a scenario like this work in different areas? So would it have to be an office setting or would you envision that this could work in different scenarios? Because I'm a little worried about potentially a younger generation seeing that as, I don't know, it seems a little bit boring or it's not really a situation that I could see myself in or I would aspire to something a little bit different. So could you utilize that same thinking, that same mentality that you brought, but in a different non-office scenario? So that would be one. And then the other would be just specifically in the mnemonic, how would we add a little bit more flavor to that? It's felt a little bit cold. It felt a little bit um, less flavorful than I, I would hope that people would resonate with when they think about Doritos. Those would be the two things that I would say, you know, could we add a little more flavor there? And then could we choose a few different scenario types uh, for where it takes place? Tiger, Tom, thoughts? That makes perfect sense. No, thank you for that. Yeah, thank you for taking the time to listen, Brett, and uh, the feedback. Yeah, it's great. Cool. All right, well, let's talk about Brad and Gowan's piece, round three. What stands out to you about this pitch, Brett? Yeah, I love the energy of the of the piece. I love the the intensity, the high end, the, the you know our association with gaming. Um, man, it goes back so so far, and I, I think there's something really interesting about that. You know, I also love the amount of threes that you all built into this. Like, honestly, the first time I heard it, I, I didn't pick up on it. And when you described it, you know, it made me go back and kind of listen really aggressively to say, well, wait a minute, let me listen to what exactly those threes are. And I love it. So well done on that. And well done bringing that into uh, as such a, a subtle but really important piece of what Doritos is. Great. So I am curious what notes you would give to Brad and Gowan. Yeah, so similarly, I'll bring it into kind of two areas, one the mnemonic and, and two just the overall spot. Um, so the spot, a lot of intensity, a lot of high, uh, kind of almost a lot of testosterone. And I wonder, does that play well across Doritos or is that very focused on what you all referenced, which was flaming Hot Doritos? So flaming Hot, you know, certainly is one of the options within the Doritos world. But it's not the entire portfolio. And so if we wanted to use you know, this type of work for Doritos in general, how would we potentially tweak it and what would different scenarios be that may not be so high intensity? And then on the mnemonic, I cut this vision of, uh, I don't know if you guys remember Shredder from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but this like very like kind of dark, mean Doritos with like the slashing of the, the swords. And, and I kind of, I went there and I'm like, oh, okay, that's super interesting. But I wonder, again, is it high testosterone dark for what is kind of a, an awesome, just brighten your day type of, of snack? So those would be the kind of two things that I would say just uh, as we look to think about the broader portfolio of Doritos. Great. Brad Gowan, any thoughts? 
I think that that totally makes sense. Um, and, I, and I think that's a very good point is that you want it to be broad and make sure that you include everybody and not just one specific demographic. And there are ways to tackle that both musically and in terms of sound design and SFX so that it's not so um, macho, but that so that it can adhere to um, the entire uh, sort of demographic of people that consume Doritos. Cool. It's really great to see, even in the few episodes we've done, the difference in what the brand is looking for and how you guys as teams are so capable of creating it. And again, if this were the real world, you would have multiple passes and it would end up being exactly what someone like a Brett O'Brien would be looking for. But for a first round pass, this is incredible. Um, With that being said, Brett, do you think you're ready to make a decision about this episode's winner? Yeah, I think I am. And, and by the way, Hunter, just let me say, I think I, I love the way that you just framed that up because I think you're right. Multiple rounds would yield something even closer and closer. But at lo- like, even just in my little brief suggestions, the input you all provided, which was like, yeah, you could do this. You could narrow this down a little bit. Like, you guys are so good at this and such experts and and really creatives when it comes to creating sound. Um, I love the fact that just in a quick second, you're like, yep, if we did this, this, and this, that would be so love it. So thank you for all the work that you've done here. It really, it's really fantastic. Okay, Brett, you've now complimented both teams. It's time to let one of them down <laughs> in a very harsh way. Here's what I'd say. I'd say um, that the gaming, I love the, the kind of spirit, energy, passion you guys built with this spot. It's high energy. And I want, I, I think in that way, if we were to create a spot that was perfect for like the 90s and that Doritos mentality, uh, if we were to bring a retro flavor back and want to celebrate, I think that mood and that energy is perfect for what we would want to kind of bring back and evoke of that badass old school Doritos. I think with the other team, uh, with Tiger and Tom, I think it might be a good place for a platform for us to almost think about where we go from here. So if one was where we look back and kind of celebrate the iconography of what Doritos has been, I think the other spot was a little bit more of where we could go in mentally kind of part of that change of mind of thinking and Doritos being an influence on that. It's not necessarily a catalyst, it's an influence. And I think that's really important. And the winner is? I think in this one, I would probably go Tiger and Tom because I think it pushes us forward in a new direction. I would get it out of the office and do some different scenarios, but I think it celebrates that end user, the consumer, that person who's eating Doritos and and celebrates what role they play in, in having another angle. Wow, Tiger and Tom for the win again. Thank you so much for your decision, Brett. I know it was a really hard one. Tiger, Tom, any thoughts? Wow, thank you so much. Yeah, well done. Yeah, thank you. For sure. More creepy guy too, obviously. <laughs> Love creepy guys. <laughs> Tom's Tom's always available to play that role. I'm going to be known for that now. <laughs> oh, you're the creepy guy. <laughs> um, okay, Brad Gowan, I know this is a, a tough pill to swallow. How are you guys feeling right now? I think it's a valid feedback and it all makes sense, but I enjoyed uh, every second of writing this spot. Yeah, I really enjoyed Tom and Tiger's piece too. Like when I heard it, I loved the the contrast and energy was really good. So it was, and I I really felt like I was in that break room. <laughs> I could have been the other creepy guy in the back <laughs> at a different table or something. <laughs> 
Well, Brad Gowan, if I know anything about you two, it's that you are competitors. So I'm really excited to see how this fuels you for the next challenge. I just want to go ahead and say thank you to Brett O'Brien, our guest today. Again, the CMO of Frito-Lay North America. Thank you for taking the time. Before you go, what do you hope our listeners make sure to remember about the Doritos brand? Remember that you just add some fun to your day and go grab an awesome snack that just brings a huge smile to your face. And uh, I'm pretty certain Doritos will do that every single time. Great radio voice, too. If this whole CMO thing doesn't work out, yeah. I'm telling you, let's let's change jobs because you could do this and I could tank your company so quickly <laughs> if you make me the CMO. Yeah, I don't think that would work out for either one of us too well. <laughs> uh, there's only one way to find yeah. out. Um, well, that's great. Thank you again, Brett. And thank you to our contestants, Tiger, Tom, Brad, and Gowan. And thank you, our audience, for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give us a follow. I'm Hunter March. We'll see you next time on The Perfect Pitch. You've got a story. You need the world to hear it. We've got two teams. We'll try to engineer it. They've got to compete to hit the right note. Trying to convince you with the stuff they wrote. They will strategize and improvise. Harmonize and finalize. All to help you advertise. It's the perfect Thanks for listening to The Perfect Pitch, a Spotify original produced by Offly Nice and hosted by me, Hunter March. The Perfect Pitch is executive produced by Jesse Burton and Katie Hodges for Offly Nice and Jessica Levinson and Frank Lobello for Spotify. Our supervising producer is John Asante. Our producer is Carson McCain with production support from Bang Audio Post. Creative consultation by Jamie Almella. Sound design and mixing by Nick Cipriano. Theme written by Brian Jones. Score by Timo Elliston and Brian Jones. And a special thanks to our contestants, Tiger Darrow, Gowan, Head Elaine, Brad Naiman, and Tom Sullivan. And to our guest, Brett O'Brien from Frito-Lay. Don't forget to follow, rate, and review The Perfect Pitch only on Spotify. Thanks for listening. <laughs>